0: We're coming to you from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world, Jerusalem, Israel. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, we've got an amazing show. We always have an amazing show. (laughs) What can I tell you? You get tips here that you don't get anywhere else, for whatever that's worth. But before we get into the crux of the show, if you've got any questions or comments, Feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthouse, with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron, at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's dot com. So, I'm going to get to a pet peeve of mine. And we're going to get into it, because it's something that drives me absolutely crazy. Okay? Now, bear with me. Last week, I was sitting with a young couple that had a pretty good net worth, I must say. Why? Because the lady worked for an Israeli high-tech company, and that company actually had an exit. They were bought, and she had a modest, modest option package, so she actually walked away with a couple hundred thousand dollars. And her husband worked as well. And, but what was the big issue? Even after, and this exit took like months ago, they were in debt. They were constantly in debt. Now, we started looking at their uh, expenses. We analyzed their expenses. And it was clear that they had like less than zero discipline when it came to budgeting, right? They just wanted to buy something. And if they bought it, they bought it. They don't care what it was. You know, if, if, uh, you know she she was walking on the she actually told me she came in with a couple of shopping bags' she said, well on the street next to where you are, you know there were some shoes on sale, so I bought a pair of shoes because I needed a pair of shoes right so they had no discipline whatsoever okay and it's not just her I'm not blaming her right it's the two of them the couple as a unit as a couple unit had uh, you know as much discipline as my little well as my baby did when she was a baby now she's like eighteen. <laughs> But when I asked them, you know, about the fact that they don't really have the salaries, and they did well, right, but to justify their standard of living, because they were, you know, they just, like I said, about 20 times already, had no discipline, they were spending way more than they were bringing in, they were bringing in a decent amount of money. They said they don't care, right, because you know what, (laughs) it's just going to work out, you know, everything will be okay. In Hebrew, they say, Hakol seder. everything is going to be well. Everything's going to work out. So we don't care about the future. We are living for today. And, you know, they were dipping into their savings, which is bad because they had this unique opportunity because of the, the, the company she worked at and she got, you know, the buyout and she got the options. They had a couple hundred thousand dollars and they could be setting themselves up for an incredible financial future for about a secure financial future. They could be in like the top one percent. They could really, really live it up, but they didn't. You know, they couldn't look a week ahead. The, for them, a, the future was like seventy-two hours. That's like, whoa, my God, seventy-two hours. We can't plan that far ahead. I got to buy something today. I've got to. I got the itchy. My 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 credit card is burning a hole in my pocket. I got to buy something. Now, I'm not railing against them. Okay, well, I am. <laughs> and the fact that they happen to be millennials is is incidental okay because I know boy do I know older people who are guilty of spending more than they earn I think I once spoke about here I had a couple who, who was gifted like a million dollars and they had to um use up that million dollars it wasn't they had to use it up but they were giving the, for for a, spe- a specific amount of time for like five years and then afterwards it was like a test and if they passed the test meaning if they had money left after five years then they were going to get more money Okay, And what happened about a year and a half into the five year experiment, they came to me, not so that I would manage their money because nobody, because, you know, they'd rather come to me and try and help them get out of the hole they were in because they had like $150,000 left and they still had three and a half years to spare. Now, I know you don't believe that, but they actually blew through $850,000 in a year and a half. It was unbelievable, but they did it and I haven't heard from them in many many years so i don't know if they ever got that money back if they ever got the next installment uh for the next five years but my point is i know so many people who don't have to be millennials they can be baby boomers they can be everywhere in between right and they just they have no discipline um but this meeting confirmed what i read a couple of years ago charles schwab had a survey about a thousand people to learn about their financial habits and Mary Ellen LaPonce of US, U.S. News and World Reports wrote about that survey that 81% of millennial respondents were somewhat or very confident in their ability to meet financial goals. That compares to 65% of Gen Xers and 54% of baby boomer respondents, res- respectively. However, data suggests millennials are not spending money on items that further traditional long term goals like retirement or homeownership. For instance, the survey revealed that 60% of millennials buy coffee that costs more than $4 per cup, 69% buy clothes they don't necessarily need, and 76% will spend money on the latest electronic gadget. So first of all, that's like right the meeting that I had, right? They bought clothes that they didn't need. But the coffee thing, that is my pet peeve. But before we get into it in more depth, you're listening to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, Feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthouse, with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron, at lighthousecapital.co.il, or you can check me out on the web at www.aaroncatsman.com That's www.aaronkatzman.com, Com. So, we're having a fascinating discussion of a couple that I met with uh, a short time ago, who came into some decent amount of money, couple of, couple of hundred thousand dollars, and were living in debt and weren't saving and were you know on the way to the office they came in with shopping bags, not groceries but from a shoe store, okay? So that already got me thinking. And then i we spoke about this survey from Charles Schwab, okay? That 60% of millennials will buy coffee that costs more than four dollars a cup, and I prefaced all this by saying i have a pet peeve and that pet peeve is for the life of me i don't understand why employees who get free coffee at their place of work will wait in line and then go out and spend four dollars or five dollars on a cup of coffee which is free in their place of work now maybe the coffee tastes better wherever they're going to wait in line could be You know what? But for me, I've always said this, right? When somebody gives me something to free, food that's free, it tastes like the best entree cut steak I've ever had in my life. It just, I imagine that I'm eating like the juiciest steak ever. Why? Because I didn't have to pay for it. Okay? Why then the need, I'm going to go back to the survey, right? Why the need to buy clothes that aren't needed if you don't have the money to pay for them? I would say these numbers aren't specific at all to the United States. I know this was a Schwabster survey, but I see it here, right? I don't have any, I didn't do a survey through my office, but I see this all the time, right? I know so many people that I said, right, this is my pet peeve, who could get free coffee from their place of employment, and they're going to line up and pay $4, $5 for a cup of coffee. You know, if we translate that, over 50 Weeks. Let's say you're gonna work 50 weeks, right? That's gonna come out to like 11 or $1,200 a year for coffee, ladies and gentlemen. You you can get it for free. You're spending over $1,000 a year in coffee. Okay. Now, just imagine if you put that money into savings. If you say that annually, okay, you're a millennial for 35 years, and you just made 5% interest, right? Which is much lower than average market returns. You know how much you'd have at the end of the day just on the coffee you'd have about $110,000 saved up, okay? That's the math. And that's not like, oh, you're exaggerating, Katzman. No, I'm not. That's 5%, okay? That's not crazy, okay? It's very doable, and you're doing that on coffee. Now, what can I tell you? It's time to be smart with your money and start thinking ahead. If you start drinking coffee at work, and you could have a hundred and ten thousand dollars right imagine what would happen if you actually start focusing on real savings right not just on coffee but if you put another thousand dollars a year two thousand dollars a year away for all that time you're going to have like a million dollars it's not that complicated okay if you put 10 percent away from your salary into savings and buy one pair of shoes and not six and you don't buy the latest electronic gadget all the time you could have a very very nice nest egg now, I'm not saying that you should go without luxuries, right? I'm the, I'm the, you know, who am I to say that, right? I enjoy food. <laughs> Just look at me. No, but everybody should have luxuries. And if you have the money, go ahead and enjoy yourself. But you've got to budget and make sure that you budget for certain luxuries and you have money for them. And then go ahead and treat yourself. But if you can't afford to take the family to Italy for a week to go skiing, then don't. Then go somewhere local for a day or two. Okay? You can still enjoy it. Those memories you'll have with your kids will still be la- everlasting, but you do it within a budget. It's not so bad. Okay? A secure retirement is a lot more beneficial than a closet full of out-of-date electronic <laughs> electric gadgets and shoes, which are no longer in style. Okay, Think about that. Be smart. Okay? Enjoy yourself. But if you just put away 10% of your salary into savings, You're going to be way, and then budget for everything else, and budget for the luxuries. You're going to be way, way ahead of the game, okay? So you can do it, but just be smart. You've been listening to The Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We speak to you regularly about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthouse, with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron, at lighthousecapital.co.il, or you can check me out on the web at ww.arincatzman.com. That's ww.a-a-r-o-n-k-h-t-f-m-a-n, We will speak to you soon.